Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. First Peter 4, 1-6 Arm yourselves. Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking. For whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin so as to live for the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. For the time that is past suffices for doing what the Gentiles want to do, living in sensuality, passions, drunkenness, orgies, drinking parties, and lawless idolatry. With respect to this, they are surprised when you do not join them in the same flood of debauchery, and they malign you, but they will give account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this is why the gospel was preached even to those who are dead. And though judged in the flesh the way people are, they might live in the spirit the way God does. Peter moves to a military metaphor, arm yourself. It's kind of interesting. Uh, It it doesn't seem to be uh, the way to think about suffering. Uh, it's armament that has come against us, whether in sickness or persecution or opposition that has caused this suffering. Uh, But Peter is calling us to an alertness and attentiveness uh, to the work of suffering in our lives. Uh, There seems to be something of a, a killing of human passions within us, Uh, an unleashing of the desire to do the will of God, the way uh, Peter declares it here. Uh, He gives one of those lists of uh, what we would call a description of living in a worldly way. Uh, At the time of the flood, uh, it's said that the people lived in debauchery. Um, I would say that... (laughs) Uh, shouldn't laugh at this. It's kind of sad, but I'm not sure we're far off from the debauchery of the flood or the Roman paganism that the people found themselves living in as the church in Peter's day. Uh, the declaration here is that when you live differently, you don't join in the debauchery. You're going to be maligned for it. Uh, people are not going to understand. Part of it is their own guilt that they know in the core of their being that there's something off in this. Uh, But we get the privilege of living in a different way uh, to the glory of God uh, as the overflow of his will in our life. Here we see Peter's declaration of uh, the gospel being preached to the dead once again kind of aligns well with the previous passage and uh, really points to the fact that uh, God goes through extra measures to uh, allow those who are his enemies, uh, to allow those who are dead spiritually to have an opportunity uh, to life spiritually. There's a bit of a contrast in this passage as well between the flesh and the spirit. Uh In my translation, uh, the spirit is a small s, verse 6. For this is why the gospel is preached even to those who are dead, 
that though judged in the flesh the way people are, they might live in the spirit the way God does. Uh, I think this should be capital S, live in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings them to life. Uh, the so what of this passage is just the continuation of some pretty strong exhortation and teaching that Peter has given to us. Our calling is a deep calling. It's a calling to take up our cross. Uh, it's not a life of ease. Uh, it's a challenge. But the promise is that uh, as we go deeper uh, with him, uh, he would always be with us. And my now what is to look for Jesus around me in this world everywhere I go, to hear his affirmation in my heart, even as the Spirit cries out, uh, Abba, Father, in my heart, but to see his presence being established uh, around me and bringing that blessing to the people I meet in this life that we know we are foreigners and sojourners, pilgrims, uh, in the middle of a dark world. So Lord, help us today uh, be our life. Uh, we ask that you might live through us by your spirit. And as such, that you would be people that live out of the human passions for your will to be accomplished in this world. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.